0: Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel
1: and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
0: High
2: Five Casino. High Five Casino is a social casino with real prizes and big Vegas hits at highfivecasino.com. The hottest games, right from Vegas, and all winnings go straight to your bank account. Hundreds of exclusive games, free daily rewards, and come back to get free coins every four hours. Only at HighFiveCasino.com.
1: High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited. Play responsibly. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details at High HighTheNumberFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino. If your business needs a new application, then developers will have to write code. A lot of code.
0: Vicent's formula one betting show with the english racing expert mikhail miranda here is west reynolds welcome into racing lines episode three west reynolds mikhail miranda along with you to preview the monaco grand prix which is uh race number one of basically motorsports christmas for race fans on sunday you start off f1 monaco grand prix Of course, you have the running of the Indianapolis 500, the crown jewel of IndyCar, and then you close out Sunday night with the Coca-Cola 600 down in Charlotte, North Carolina. But before we get into Monaco, we're going to recap the uh, Spanish Grand Prix very quickly. I'll run down the podium for you. It was Max Verstappen winning uh, back-to-back races, and Max Verstappen now the new points leader in the driver's standings by six over Charles Leclerc, who had a rough go of it in the Spanish Grand Prix. So Red Bull goes one-two. Max Verstappen, Sergio Perez, Mercedes, George Russell gets on the podium in third. So we do have not only a new points leader, we also have a new constructors uh, leader, that being Red Bull and Ferrari, just behind. Mikhail, get us updated on how it played out.
3: Awesome. Thank you so much, Wes, for introducing me. So as we said, Max Verstappen, Sergio Perez, George Russell, all on the podium. Uh, It was a calamity for... Charles Leclerc as he had MGU8 and turbo issues all linking to maybe Ferrari's reliability issues on the engine side. They did say this was a lot more powerful, but we saw Charles absolutely from start of the line. He's got off and he had a comfortable start. Very, very secure until the MGU8 and the turbo all failed. Red Bull team orders championship lead drs issues there's a lot to talk about here with red bull but we won't go that into it because we're not analysis we're talking about betting here so it's very important to understand that red bull are very aggressive with their team autos as you know i lost all my bets for this race and it was i had sergio Perez 18 to 1 and had to lose that to team orders from red bull uh drs issues is going to be a big thing because it plays a heavy role here in Monaco, especially when you're coming down the start finish straight. It's going to be a big thing. So we're going to look at all the things that's going on, but it was surprising to see Mercedes finally back from what they usually are. The start of the season was absolutely horrendous for them, and now we're looking at a team that's meant to be here, that deserves these wins, everything coming, and George Russell taking the charge. Yes, they did have some issues with fuel since they underfueled the car, At the Spanish Grand Prix, but a nice, comfortable third position. He even held up Max Verstappen. It was nice to see Mercedes on par with pace with the Red Bulls.
0: Yeah, and uh, just to add a couple things that happened, of course, at the start of the race, we did have some contact with Kevin Magnuson and Lewis Hamilton. They both end up in the gravel pit. Lewis rallies for a fifth, I believe, uh, Magnuson down the grid in 17th. But you did mention team orders, and I do want to bring that up for the listeners, Mikhail, because team orders are kind of a way of life in Formula One, and we always talk about rule number one in motorsports is to beat your teammate. However, in F1, it's a little bit different than stock car or IndyCar. Because they're going to go with the priority driver that's obviously there in the championship. If you followed Formula One for a long time, you remember Ferrari always did this with Michael Schumacher, who, of course, was the quote-unquote A driver for Ferrari. So it didn't matter if it was Felipe Massa or Rubens Barrichello, any number of teammates that Michael Schumacher had you're going to have to you know have the priority the priority is to win the championship so you're going to go with the other driver so uh that's what you're kind of seeing at least right now with Sergio Perez just to run down the top 10 it was uh Verstappen, Sergio Perez, George Russell, Carlos Sainz Jr. in 4th in his home race in Spain, Lewis Hamilton, Valtteri Bottas, Esteban Ocon, Lando Norris, Fernando Alonso and Yuki Tsunoda who were the top 10 in the points qualifiers for the uh, or the uh, Spanish Grand Prix rather so let's update the championship standings Max Verstappen 110 points Charles Leclerc now 6 behind him with 104 Sergio Perez 85 George Russell with 74 Carlos Sainz Jr from Ferrari at 5th with 65 constructors Red Bull 195 Ferrari 169, Mercedes in third at 120, and then you take a big drop, McLaren, Mercedes in fourth with 50, and the Alfa Romeo Ferrari with 39, so that is where we stand, so we do have new leaders at least right now, and that's what we often get in the Spanish Grand Prix, it's usually an indicator for the rest of the season, but nevertheless, this is a tight points chase on both sides, so uh now that we've done previewing the Spanish Grand Prix, we're gonna take a quick break and then we're gonna get right into the Monaco Grand Prix. You're listening to Racing Lines right here on Visa.
1: The following is a high-five moment from High5Casino.com. I won! Yahoo! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sort. High5 Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone. goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again. Platoon present cell phone. High5. Five. High5. Five. High five. Casino. Casino. Win at High5Casino.com. High5 Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void. we prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details.
2: High5 Casino.
1: If all that sounds too good to be true, it'll sound even better on the new Roku Pro Series. Your hearing isn't better, your TV is. This is Racing Lines, Vicent's Formula
0: One betting show with the English racing expert, Mikhail Miranda. Here is
1: Wes Reynolds.
0: Welcome back to Racing Lines, Wes Reynolds and Mikhail Miranda, breaking down the Monaco Grand Prix, which is, uh, I think, seen by most fans of Formula One as kind of the crown jewel of the series. And, uh, you know, when you watch the Monaco Grand Prix, one of the things you notice, it's spectacular from a viewership standpoint in terms of the architecture and obviously right on the water and all the celebrities and the beautiful people, et cetera, et cetera. However, with this race... It is a very tight racetrack, so it might not be the best motor race, but it's the best event, arguably, in Formula One. Last year's results, Max Verstappen, the winner last week at the Spanish Grand Prix, did win this race, despite the fact he started on the outside of the front row. Charles Leclerc from Ferrari ended up winning the pole last year, but a drive shaft hub, forced him to not even start the race. So uh, a very difficult race for Ferrari, even though Carlos Sainz ended up at second on the podium. Podium last year, by the way, Verstappen, Sainz Jr., and Lando Norris. So Max Verstappen basically led wire to wire in this race last year. Mikhail, break us down the uh, track that we're going to see here on the circuit at Monaco.
3: So as many people know, this track is one of the most technical track there is. You want to get as close to the barriers as you possibly can, but one touch of it and your car goes off. You can spin off like we saw Charles Leclerc do uh, against himself uh, when Roman Grosjean was driving for house. So uh, there's a lot of things going on with this track. It is 78 laps, and there are a lot. Altitude changes is a big thing here. You see people just driving down to the hairpin and getting down to the stadium section, and everything is just beautiful but can be arduous if you're a driver looking to turn these cars in and one slight of hand can take you out of the race. Uh, also, Charles Leclerc, he has never won his home Grand Prix. So, one of the interesting storylines for this season I want to know is, can he break his cares finally? He is the leading man right now for Ferrari. Can, can Charles Leclerc do that? It's can Carlos like, just bring him in there, lead him in, and then, damn, Charles does what he does. Because we saw last year, the Ferrari had the pace in the car, he did absolutely phenomenal. And we also, so a heads up, this is gonna be another early race for anyone who is ready. Uh, I know that I do wake up at around four, four o'clock in the morning, but free practice one is at 5 a.m., free practice two at 8 a.m. on the 27th, Friday. You have qualifying at 7 a.m. on Saturday. Uh, FP3, sorry, at 4 a.m. And then you have the race that starts at 6 a.m. So uh, it's a very early time for us here in Las Vegas. So um, I'm going to be up watching the practice sessions because with these new cars, you never know how they perform, especially with the porpoising issue. So being a big thing for many teams, I want to see how they tackle this and how exactly they cut co- cars perform because you require a nice high downforce package because there's a lot of slow corners here so if you're coming in at around 100 miles dropping down to about 35 miles per hour these cars need to be absolutely stable on the rear end to turn these cars in
0: yeah and, and also you mentioned the tight corner so very few places by the way on this circuit really to overtake so qualifying always obviously paramount and important in Formula One but even more so at Monaco if you look last year Charles Leclerc of course did win the poll he was the fastest in Q2. And in Q3, because there are different, there are three different qualifying sessions, as Mikhail mentioned on Saturday morning afternoon. So once again, Charles Leclerc, who is the pole sitter last year, is the favorite to win the pole again, minus a dollar twenty-five. Max Verstappen right behind him at a dollar sixty-five. Carlos Sainz at 13-2, to two plus 650. Then the two Mercedes guys, Lewis Hamilton and George Russell at 16-1. to one. Sergio Perez all the way down there at 18-1. to one. So, you know, ba- basically similar odds. And by the way, all these odds that we are giving you presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, they're usually one of the first to market as we go ahead and record this on Wednesday. So those are your qualifying odds. And then obviously you can get the rest of the field, the 20 cars on the grid at DraftKings Sportsbook. Race winner odds. Charles Leclerc minus a Max Verstappen plus one twenty. The two Mercedes, along with Carlos Sainz, are all each at twenty to one, and then Sergio Perez at twenty five to one. If you want to go podium, it's a little bit of a chalkier bet. And by the way, podium, of course, are the top three positions at the end of the race. So Charles Leclerc, Max Verstappen, why not? Why wouldn't they be big favorites? Minus three dollars for each of them. Carlos Sainz at plus one twenty. Sergio Perez plus one sixty five. George Russell plus two hundred. Lewis Hamilton plus two ten. Valtteri Bottas who maybe could be a sleeper this year he was very good actually fastest in Q1 when he was with Mercedes last year plus 475 and then Lando Norris at 10 to 1 and then points finish top 10 that doubles Charles Leclerc minus six dollars Max Verstappen minus six dollars Lewis Hamilton and George Russell and Sergio Perez along Carlos Sainz minus 450 so that is your points classification and points classification when they point that out on the broadcast by the way is top 10 so that's what you're going to want to look for and then of course you have a couple prop options will there be a safety car yes or no minus nine dollars on the yes, no plus five dollars and the yes is priced so high because look as mikhail said these are tight corners and there's not a lot of room to pass on this circuit so there is going to be contact you would think at some point in the race and probably on the start when they say lights out and the way we go, because you've got 20 cars trying to get in that tight corner in the in the first turn. So more than likely, somebody's going to get some contact. And then, of course, you can also bet fastest pit stop. There'll be other stuff throughout the rest of the week. Once we get the grid set, they will put matchups out there to head to head obviously the pole sitter and the front row guys are going to be huge favorite. And they usually match up the drivers that are kind of like right next to each other. So let's say you get Leclerc Hamilton one, two on the grid. They're going to be in a matchup together or the guys that are five, six together on row three, they're going to be matched up together. So those are the odds for the Monaco Grand Prix. Uh, Mikhail. in terms of what you're looking at, and I'll give mine here at the end, but interested to see what you've bet so far.
3: So I'm looking, um, if I can find the safety car prop, I really want to take this. I know it said minus nine, but it is, this track is so tight, and I've seen so many people mess up. We saw Charles absolutely butcher it last year in qualifying after he secured his fastest lap. They had to do gear change, box, everything, so there was a lot going on. So if I can find the safety car prop, I'm going with that. Uh, right now, I do not have any outright wins, and the reason for this is I don't know between Charles and Max. Normally I'm pretty confident with taking a winner. I'm Charles or Max, but I, I can't say this time because Ferrari has been showing perf- performance changes. Max is just outperforming his car. There's a lot of things going up in the air. So we're gonna start off with the podium finishes that I've taken, which is the top three, as West did mention. So I have George Russell at plus two twenty. Sergio Perez at plus 175, and Carlos Sainz at plus 105. Uh, just a heads up, all of my odds are coming from Boyd Gaming, because they're the only book out here in Vegas that actually does give these props out. So, uh, But we do look at numbers from DraftKings as well. I also have points finish. Landon Norris at minus 270, Lewis Hamilton at minus 330, and Valtteri Bottas at minus 300. Now, I know a lot of people are looking at me like there is no value in taking your Points finish. Why are you looking at that? I know these drivers. I know what they're capable of doing, and this is going to be something that's really interesting. Especially Lewis at minus three thirty and Valtteri minus three hundred. It's it's a no brainer. Look at what Alpha Romeo has done. Look at what Mercedes has done. They are coming into the points, uh, and I do want to take this.
0: Yeah, when I when I'm looking at this, Mikhail app uh, Monaco more often than not is what I consider a more chalky race than even some others because of what we've talked about with this tight track and, and the tight corners, not a lot of room to overtake. So when I kind of look at this race from a macro level, I still think Ferrari has a little bit of an edge, at least season long over Red Bull in terms of performance, even though they now find themselves behind Red Bull in the constructors and also the driver's championship. If you look, I think Ferrari is a little bit better in those slow to medium speed type of corners Red Bull you know has kind of clawed back a little bit but I still think that there's at least a small gap in play so one of the other things you're going to want to look at in this race too is the ability to get the tires in the right working window which I think has kind of been a toss-up between Ferrari and Red Bull so far if you go back to last season Charles Leclerc and I felt that Ferrari car was an inferior car last season it certainly is a lot better to start for 2022 and Charles Leclerc Claire still won the poll. He was fastest in both the Q2 and the Q3 sectors. And if not for the crash... You know he would have been in contention for the win because he of course never started the race we know that this is his home race and you know Ferrari uh, last time they won here was Sebastian Vettel in 2017 and then before that it was Michael Schumacher in 2001 so in the 90s and in the very early 2000s they dominated this race but they have not done so it has been Red Bull it has been Mercedes that have been winning most of the races but if you look Charles Leclerc has gotten four pole positions in six races. So far this season, and he's really been the best qualifier on the entire grid. So anything around even money, I would say Charles Leclerc is going to win the poll and it's going to be priced, I think, really for the same. So he is going to be my pick in terms of not only winning the pole, but also winning the race here at the Monaco Grand Prix. I do expect a bounce back from the disappointment they got last year, and plus the disappointment that he's carried with him for a year now of not being able to start his home race when he was on the pole. This was kind of supposed to be the crowning achievement for him, I think, to say, okay, this guy is a future star that you want to pay attention to for the next decade or so in Formula One. So, I think Ferrari is going to bounce back. You mentioned Alfa Romeo, who is kind of their sister team. They use Ferrari power. Uh, and 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 I thought Valtteri Bottas. I know Zhu was very disappointing last week, but I like what I saw out of Valtteri Bottas. And Bottas is a very smart veteran driver who has raced here before and raced very well. So I would not be shocked to see Valtteri Bottas. If you want to go maybe with the dark horse to win the podium, or beyond the podium rather maybe Valtteri Bottas close to about 5 to 1 i think for certain he is going to be in the top 10 in the points classification you got to lay likely around $3 to go ahead and get this so uh that maybe could be I guess the challenge, the top six stranglehold, if you will, because it's been Ferraris two, Red Bulls two, and Mercedes two throughout the season. But I could see Bautas, uh getting up there in the top six and maybe mixing it up with some of the contenders. Uh, Mikhail, anything on your card or anything, maybe you're looking to bet, but you're going to be waiting to see the practice and the qualifying sessions.
3: So I've been talking to a lot of people here at the Wiesn studio at Circus Spielberg and a lot of people have said maybe Daniel Ricciardo might be a dark horse. This has been his race. This is where he thrives. Uh, I'm not too confident with Daniel, but I do want to see if I can take him in the points because on DraftKings, I believe, uh, he is even money to be in the points. Yes, Daniel Ricciardo is even money to be in the points at DraftKings. So if I can see what goes on in practice one and practice two with the McLaren, uh, because I know what Norris is doing, but again, each car does not suit a a person's driving style. So the drivers had to be very, very sort of uh, aware of what the car is doing different tracks and different situations because the rain might even come into play. And we've seen the rain absolutely change everything. So I'm going to be waiting till practice two to see what Daniel Ricciardo does because I might have him in the points or maybe even in the podium. We'll see what happens. But um, Daniel Ricciardo is one I'm going to keep my eye on.
0: Daniel Ricciardo, the Australian driver, by the way, a big time favorite of Visan COO Bill 80. And I say that very tongue in cheek because uh, uh, Bill has watched him and has not been a big fan of his on the Drive to Survive series. So, uh, Daniel Ricciardo, maybe this is the opportunity for him to kind of get going. And, you know, looking at uh, Monaco should be, I think, exciting at least. We do have a points fight early in the season, not only on the driver's side, but the constructor's side. So uh, we will have uh, what we've bet so far, and any bets that we add will be up at vcin.com on the Best Bets page. So that's going to wrap it up. Two weeks from now, we will be back here on Racing Lions for the Baku City Circuit in Baku, Azerbaijan. June 12th is that race date, so we will be back here in two weeks. So for Mikhail Miranda, I'm Russ Reynolds. You've been listening to Racing Lions right here on vcin, the sports betting network.